Who's back, 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 back again, again, again? Oh, you hate me. Jess is back. It works. Sarah's my friend. Uh. <laughs> okay, someone else. Wow, way to talk into your drink whenever we're recording. I tried. You didn't seem to enjoy it. Oh, no. <laughs> Blue. Dabba dee, dabba doo. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Hi guys, it's been too long. It's been a week. It's been a full week. One full week. How are you doing? <laughs> Let's listen for their response. <laughs> okay, that's enough. How are you doing, Sarah? Oh, I'm doing great. You know, I'm just I'm just chilling. And oh, I can't make references. Never mind. I was gonna reference the Hillary Clinton Vine, where she's like, "I'm just chilling." And Cedar Rapids. <laughs> like, I don't know why, but that one just cracks me up. I'm just chilling. In Cedar Rapids. I see what you did there. Yeah, I anyways. That. <clears throat> How are you, Jess? I feel like garbage. <laughs> oh, well, welcome to my kingdom, because I am the trash queen. <laughs> I don't I don't actually feel like garbage. Um had a good day. Today was my first day off of work. That's exciting. Yes, very excited to not have to work, but I did watch children today, so it was kind of like I was still at work. <laughs> Says the teacher. Yes. Yeah. See, I don't have that problem. Instead, I just need a job, and I need my school to call me back. I'm, like, playing um, phone tag with them, except for it's only one-sided, and they're just ignoring it. <laughs> Should they probably see their caller ID and they're like, uh, not again. Right. Let's see how many times she'll call today. I feel like the crazy girlfriend who just doesn't stop calling you. You're like, hello, but, hello, hello, um, hello. <laughs> but it's not that I have an exciting relationship with them. It's just they ignore me. It's fine. It's fine. No it's, hard it's, feelings. It's totally fine. It's not like I have to, you know, pay them money and, you know, go to school there and, Create a class schedule. Because none of that's important. No, none of it's important. It's fine. It's, it's totally fine. fine. Everything's fine. fine. This it's is fine. It's fine. This is fine. It's fine. It's fine. fine. Anyways. But why be pessimistic when we can be optimistic? Optimism. Yeah. <laughs> we are here together recording. And this is exciting and fun. And, and a miracle. Exciting. And exciting. <laughs> and a little bit more exciting. <laughs> It just keeps filling up. The excitement. I'm in a constant state of excitement. <laughs> All right. What next? Oh, yeah. So, good news, more excitement and exciting news. We had 20 listens, over 20 listens to our first. Uh, episode. Yeah, That's which is pretty cool in two weeks. Awesome. I know. I'm super excited about it. We had somebody from the UK listen to us. Whoever you are, you're cool. So we're international and we're basically famous. Whoa. 
<laughs> I told I told that to my my older brother when I saw him this weekend. I was like, guess what? I'm more famous than you'll ever be. <laughs> he looked at me like, uh, okay. <laughs> they don't know what you look like when you looked at me, but let me describe it. Um, <laughs> she cocked her head to the left. She opened her eyes very big and opened her mouth to the point of extreme. <laughs> That's terrifying. You're terrified. Like a deep, like a... <laughs> But yeah, my brother was not enthused by me telling him that I'm more famous than he'll ever be. I mean, you're more famous than I ever will be. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Let's be real. Out of the two of us to have a very big fan group, it would be you. Absolutely not. You're I'm the literal sure. son. <laughs> Isn't that what the world revolves around me? (laughs) I am the sun. I am the center of the stupid like (laughs) I'm just a dwarf planet. (laughs) I'm just a dwarf planet. I'm just Pluto. You're the sun. Pluto is a planet. I don't care what people say. I know. Yes. Pluto is a planet. I learned that in grade school. We are children of the early two thousands. We'll say that. We were born in the nineties, but we grew up and went to elementary school in the, in early, the early 2000s. 2000s. And so... No, I agree with you. We believe Pluto is a planet. Yes. If, hmm? <laughs> Ignore me. It's fine. No. No, I completely forgot what I was going to say. Pshaw. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I, another really, really, really exciting thing. Oh, yes, please. Um, Sarah kind of ruined the surprise last episode without meaning to. She guessed it, but we're on Apple Podcasts now. Yes, I didn't know at the time, but it's fine. It happened literally like the day after we released the yeah. episode. So we're on Apple Podcasts. We are now a... <laughs> I say we are official on Spotify. I say we're official on all of the things. But now we can officially be rated and uh, judged by all I really want to see some ratings. We have one, like, actual written out rating that was really cool. Um, I'm actually trying to see if we can get put on Stitcher because I do have a friend who listens to all of her podcasts on Stitcher. So I've sent an email and everything. But that's why Anchor is super awesome. So if any of you... Um, want to create a podcast yourself because we would totally love to listen to all I do is listen to podcasts <laughs> yes in all of our spare time um, but we would love to hear your podcast and anchor is a great place to do podcasts we are not even sponsored by them right now we're trying to become sponsored but do it it's easy it's free it's awesome but yeah, give us a rating, give us a review, give us some um happy feedback or critical feedback or only positive vibes, please though. Give us your feelings because we will literally take everything into account. It's if, true. Yeah. If we're obnoxious and annoying, just let us know. I'm sorry. <laughs> we can't really change that though. I will do my best. But as the sun, I'm just joking. So the rule that I have when giving someone criticism is if they can change it in five minutes, give that criticism. If they can't change it in five minutes, why point it out? So like if someone has something on their face, they can fix it in five minutes. Unless it's your nose. If someone has a crooked nose and you want to point that out, they can't fix that in five minutes, so just don't. I dig it. <laughs> um, 
But going on um, past that awesome critic, uh, I am uh, a well of wisdom. Whoa, you're like a fortune cookie. <gasps> I'm a statement cookie. Let's get it right. You're right. I don't give fortunes. I give statements and concerns. <laughs> um, but what is our theme for today, Jessica? Jessica. <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> our theme for today is California. The Californians. California. Let's get that California algae out of your peel. <laughs> How lazily can you say California? Like, California. <laughs> California. California. Oh my God, California. I hate it. <laughs> Everyone from California just stop listening. They're like, <clears throat> insulting. Oh no, we have really cool stories. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't leave. They've already left. We love you too. No, come back. They're like, bye. So do you have any great stories about California? Personal stories. I want to hear all of, I want to hear about your entire life, Jessica. Okay, so Tell I- Tell me everything about you. <laughs> First. <laughs> no, Um, I've been to California a couple times, but neither one was like for fun, I guess. I went once for my older brother's graduation from the Marine basic training stuff, and then- Another time because my sister lived there and was having a child. <laughs> so those are the only reasons I've ever been to California. The only, like, really good thing I could tell you is that my sister lived um, in base housing because uh, her husband was in the Marines. And they had this really good, like, pool that was heated. Like, a heated pool. The entire pool. It was amazing. The pool. I don't know if it was the whole pool looking back, but there was a big chunk of the pool that was heated and it was amazing. How do you, unless there are actual walls. But I think it was like a big pool and then like a big rectangle part of the pool that maybe had a wall between it, but it wasn't like a hot tub, like a tiny hot tub. Yeah. It was like a pool sized, like a small pool sized hot tub. Whoa. It was amazing. Wow. And we went in the rain. <laughs> so like... Feel the I'm rain sw- on your skin. I'm swimming in the rain. <laughs> swimming in the rain. But yeah, um, what about you? Have you been to California? I have been to the great state of California. Um, I've been a couple times. Mm, the last time that I remember that was really exciting was the time that I got to choose the family vacation. And we went to San Francisco because I've always wanted to go to San Francisco, but not for any reason that you would expect. <laughs> but because my favorite movie as a child mm-hmm. was Homeward Bound. Oh, and Homeward like, Bound I need to two. go there. And Homeward Bound 2 was definitely a high time of my life. Uh-huh. And I had to go to the pier that they were at. Mm-hmm. And I had to do everything that Chance did. <laughs> Is that the cat? No. The dog? No. One of them. (laughs) I I don't. So the, to refresh in memories, the golden retriever was Shadow and he belonged to Peter. And uh, Chance was the, uh, was the bulldog. He put the bull in bulldog according to Sassy. That was the Himalayan cat. Oh my gosh, you need to stop. You know too much. I can quote that movie from the very beginning. From the, probably to the point where we would be demonetized. I've never seen that movie. How have you never <laughs> seen that movie? Because I don't 
have memories from before 2014. <laughs> We've discussed this. Jessica. <laughs> no, I honestly just don't think I've ever seen it. It's so good. I have it on VHS. I forced Beatrice J to watch it with me last week. <laughs> and she probably hates me for it, but it's fine. It's fine. It's totally We're fine. fine. Uh, this is fine. So, um, we got to go. And we also went to mirror woods and yosemite and that's up in the redwood area and that was beautiful so okay yeah i went to san francisco too but like i said it was for my sister's birthing of a child and so i just kind of stayed in her house the whole time we never went anywhere san francisco is one of the most beautiful cities that wait I maybe it was san diego ever... i don't remember yeah i've been there too but we didn't go anywhere outside of the house <laughs> yeah San Francisco is one of the most colorful cities that I've ever been to, which I highly appreciate. And cool. I don't know. It's very, very jewel-toned. <gasps> Those are my favorite tones. Mine too. So I really respect they that. They look the best with my eyes. Same. <laughs> <laughs> but that's exciting. Um, so because of California and our topic being California... <laughs> Because California is California, and we said California. <laughs> um, uh, I guess I go first for mm-hmm. our quiz. So, for this quiz, we have two questions, and they have to do with our stories, and they have to do with California. Cal- <laughs> when I say California, California, California. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, California. I don't know if I'm going to have to edit out all of these. You probably are going to have to edit out a lot of it. (laughs) So my first question is, what name did the company Playroom Pals use for their clown that never fell down? (laughs) Oh! Don't answer it. No, I don't know it. But I know it. Mm -hmm. But I don't. Right? It's not. However, it is not Weebles Wobbles. Weebles, wobbles, weebles, wobbles, weebles, wobbles, but they don't fall down. down. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So so your answer choices are A, Bozo, B, Blake, C, Baco, D, Bobo, or E, Blop Bobby. (laughs) So I do know this. Okay, tell me. But I know it for a weird reason. Okay, but tell me. So it's Bobo, the Uh clown. Uh Am I right? Yeah. Okay, the reason why I know that is because of a psychological study Mm -hmm. about Bobo the clown. Oh, snap. Oh, my God. Is that what? I don't know. I can't tell you. Oh, my. Okay, but But I've heard of that study, and it Uh was, I studied it at some point in college, but I, I don't remember it all. Interesting. It's been a while. Well, the reason why I have this face because it's like a weird it's very face. blank. Yeah, is because I was very angry at this name because Bobo? I flipped the second B and it was Bodo the clown and I read it as Bodo the clown. Oh. And I was like, "Wait, I thought it was Bobo." And I went through this entire like trying to find different names or whatever that could possibly go for this question because I wanted to do some funny ones, but I also wanted to do like Bozo. Like close. Yeah. yeah, like Bozo the clown is also another clown. Yes. But it's a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, "Ah, oh, gosh." And so then I had to go back and I like Blop Bobby. 
<laughs> I came up with that one. But Baco, Bobo, and Bozo are all different clowns, which is Ooh. kind of freaky. They're just boo 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 clowns. <laughs> but in mine, it's bitter, 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 bitter. <laughs> but yeah. Bitty, 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 that's all. But anyways, what's your first question? All right. My first question is what does consumption mean? Consumption junction. What's your function? <laughs> conjunction junction. Okay, here's your answer choices A, alcoholism. Uh huh. B, tuberculosis. Uh-huh. C, chicken pox. Uh-huh. D, asthma. <laughs> <laughs> and E, feminine hysteria. <laughs> right. I'm going to go with tuberculosis. You're right. <laughs> because, <laughs> because I am horrible and I love stories about oh. these things. Oh, same. Oh, same. I remember there was a song that I listened to. I'm not even gonna plug it, but there's a part in it that talks about consumption, and I, think I was I know like, "Which one you're talking?" <laughs> consumption took me mother and me father. <laughs> so I heard that song so long ago, and I was like, "They died from eating." <laughs> so I googled like, "What is consumption?" And I was like, "Oh, it's TB." Gotcha. <laughs> but straight up, I was like. You can die. I mean, you can. Well, yes. But, but like, no, I know. Um, no, I just think of vampires. We're <laughs> 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 too right. giggly today. I don't usually giggle. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a giggle person. I chortle and snortle. <laughs> I just inhale a lot. That ends up in a noise. <laughs> Do you like that awkward, like, silent seal clapping? Like, <laughs> <laughs> No, I do that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. What year was the Peace Corps established? <laughs> the Peace Corps? A, 1961. B, 1945. C, 1984. D, 1993, or E, 1998. Can I look at your paper? Yeah. Um, 61 makes me think that it was, like, around Vietnam-ish times. Mm-hmm. 45 is, a, like, right after World War II. <laughs> 19- it is. <laughs> 1984 is a book... <laughs> Written by George Orwell. Uh, Orwell. <laughs> 1893's out there. 1998, I was one. <laughs> those are Me my too. those are my associations with these numbers. Um uh, we think of the 60s as very peace and hippie, mm-hmm. like so I guess I'm gonna guess 61. You're right! <gasps> yeah! <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah. But if you were taking the GRE or anything else, I would have taken you too long. <laughs> I was just explaining my thought process to our listeners. But it probably would have taken me that long in <laughs> yeah, real life. Because I would be like, well, this works because of this. <laughs> but 1989, oh, 1998, <laughs> me. 1998, that whole year revolved around me being one. <laughs> <laughs> that year, that's for me. Throw in 1893 <laughs> because I tried to put 
1983, but I flipped them. And so I you just kept it. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Are you ready? It's been a day. Are you ready for my second one? I am not ready for your second one, but let's do I'm it. I'm not ready for it either. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Why was there an influx in population in California in the near 1949? In Don't. N- n- near? In the near 1949. Near? No, listen to my answer choices, okay. regardless of if you know the answer. Okay. A. That's when the Harbor Bowl was. The last one. The third and final Harbor Bowl. B. The Cold War made people want to go someplace warmer. Loving my jokes. I'm trying really hard not to give you that pleasure. <laughs> C. That's when the star of Le- the Big Lebowski and True Grit, Jeff Bridges, was born. Everyone else were like, "Let's get <laughs> on this bandwagon." He was born. Everyone else will be born too. So A, B, C, D. The gold rush began. And answer choice E. That's when the best waves were. Surf's up, bro. I'm going to go with D. You'd be correct. Whoa, the gold rush. I was really proud of the Cold War made people want to go someplace warmer. That's why I was Russia laughing was so hard. too writing. cold. I was writing my notes just giggling to myself. And then there's me who has basically studied way too much of the Cold War because of German class. Uh. I'm sorry, it's hot. <laughs> I'm here. I'm I'm (laughs) melting. The Cold War ended, so we don't have that cold anymore. (laughs) My mouth was full of coffee. I wasn't prepared for you. That ain't coffee. It's Java Monster. That's jet fuel. Mean bean. I'm a mean bean. Mr. Beans. Anyways, <laughs> I don't think you're ready for this. I don't think you're ready for this joke. I'm ready for this. <laughs> so my uh, t- subject, subcategory, <laughs> my subcategory, subject thing was psychology. Okay, yes, you are going to talk about Bobo for that reason, and I'm excited. <laughs> Excitement. <laughs> I'm in a perpetual state of excitement. Oh, I have to cut one of those. <laughs> nah, let's keep them both. So I am covering and explaining and going through the entire experiment. Yes, like I said, I don't remember it all, so I'm very excited. Yes, so I'm doing the Bobo doll experiment. Do you know how much I had to research just to find when Bobo the doll was created? I still haven't found it. Every time I research, really? yeah. Every time I research Bobo, on the only thing that came up was the experiment, which I guess is good, but it's also kind of annoying because I you don't know when he was made. I don't know. But anyways, going on to the experiment. Okay. The study was conducted between the years of 1961 and 1963 at Stanford University in California, and was conducted by the Dr. Albert Bandura. (laughs) So for some background, in the early 1960s, there was a great debate regarding the impacts of genetics, environmental factors, and social learning on a child's development. Gotcha. So it was the the nature versus nurture deal, Mm -hmm. right? That's my second bullet point. 
Oh my god, I just need to stop talking. <laughs> this debate was is still ongoing and is commonly known as the nature versus nurture debate. To argue on behalf of n- nurture in contrast to nature, Dr. Bandura conducted the Bobo doll experiment to prove that human behavior is largely based bla- <laughs> based on social imitation rather than genetics. Ooh. 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 So Ooh. say it again. <laughs> So basically astrology. (laughs) We are all born our own person based on the stars. Don't think that's what he was doing the test for, but okay. Not based on the blood of your relatives. (laughs) I think it was not based on either, honestly. Um, So the case study, um, going to the case study. He tested 36 boys and 36 girls between the ages of three to six years old. That's pretty good. My favorite number is three and six. My favorite number is three and 23, but that's not germane to this conversation. Mine is three, six, 12, and 16. Mine's just three and 23. So when you turn 23, you're going to have like a big birthday. Oh my God. It's going to be great. Screw 21. 23 is where it's at. Obviously. (laughs) Um, So he separated the participants into three groups. Two groups had a model of 24 children, which were then split into two groups in order to watch either a male model or a female model in a video. Within these groups, there would be six boys and six girls. The control group would have no manipulation, as they usually do, and but they would still have 24 children inside their Gotcha, so it's, it's, it's equal. It's equality. <laughs> We're all equal here. We're all equal in science's eyes. <laughs> uh, so basically, we are all little bodies to be uh, studied. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, the control, uh, me too. (laughs) So group one would be exposed to a video of an adult, um, showing aggression towards a Bobo doll, which is a weird, creepy, large bowling pin like doll that looked like a clown. Yeah, it's one of, like, they still make them, not Bobo dolls, but they still make things similar where it's like a big blow up thing that has like water in the bottom. I that think, keeps it standing yeah. up. I think it's it's like a hula hoop almost. It uh, can be sand or water. Yeah, the one that my brother had when we, he was growing up had water in the bottom and I threw it and it exploded. Wow. So I was playing with him tossing it and it just popped. And I was like, <gasps> <laughs> my bad, bro. <laughs> But it's like a tsunami up in here. It wasn't that much fun. It's just enough to keep it where if you punch it, it springs back up. Yeah, like a weeble wobble. Yep. <laughs> um, so the model, the person in the video, would pummel the doll with a mallet, throw it up in the air, kick it repeatedly, throw it down and beat it. And then they would also um, shout out uh, pow and aggression, basically. <laughs> Bang, boom, pow. Ah, I am a comic book character. I am yelling. <laughs> this is my inside voice. <laughs> I am angry. Um, to see if the children would also pick up this um, 
thing. This uh, but what is the, the behaviors? Word? Yes, thank you. <laughs> I can never remember words. I can help. It's okay. <laughs> I don't language. Super <laughs> 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 text. I know. <laughs> Uh, I can't do the thing. I can't speak. I speak for other people's enjoyment, not myself. I don't speak because I know thing. I speak to entertain. <laughs> but other people's benefits. <laughs> um, group two would be exposed to an adult playing with Bobo, but in a nice, happily fashion uh, with no aggression. And then the control group would just be thrown in. <laughs> the control group just... Watch a blank screen. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, go oh, have fun. <laughs> um, so when the children had finished watching the videos, they were sent to the same room that the video was filmed in. And they were... Actually, I'm wrong. They were sent to three different rooms. So the first room they were in, that's where they watched the video. The second room that they were in, there um, was a whole bunch of just normal toys and an observer would be like these toys are my special toys but only you can play with them oh <laughs> so enticing yeah and these are my special toys that i fully enjoy so play carefully oh it's so like be careful this is my stuff yes and then they were put into the room with bobo the clown oh god and then they also had other toys like more aggressive-like toys, like a dart gun. A dart gun. <laughs> they had a dart gun. They I, had a mallet. <laughs> they, I love a dart gun. <laughs> they had other sharp objects that are not actually sharp, like children's scissors. <laughs> oh, <laughs> with gotcha. A, with a rounded point. <laughs> um, Safety scissors. <laughs> yeah. And they were left to do what they will. To do what the children do. And then that's whenever they would either show signs of aggression or basically mimicking what they had just watched in the video beforehand. And because they were able to run free and roam free, um, that's when they actually showed the signs that might have been pent up in the other room where they were being watched by the observer who wanted to play with his toys with nobody else but himself. <laughs> um, a quote from Bandura was, it was once wildly believed that seeing others meant aggression, uh, with meant aggression would drain the viewer's aggressive drive. So if you were to go see um, a war movie, or not a war movie, but like, a super villain movie uh -huh. where you, the hero beats up the bad guy and mm -hmm. stuff. Watching that video would take the aggression out of you because you were witnessing it outside of yourself. So, yeah. like, playing video games would make you less violent. Yeah. But based on this study and the results that I am about to get to, it's proven that that is... It's actually the opposite. Uh, video games make us violent. Yeah. After conducting this experiment, it was clear to see that this was not the case. The children who were exposed to the aggressive model were also more prone to be attracted to the dart gun. The and, dart gun. <laughs> and um, other aggressive instruments that were not actually used in the model video. Oh, so like... 
the person in the video wasn't using the dart gun or anything. No. But whenever they saw it, they were like, I must be as bad as possible to this dude. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So the children actually went to the dart gun and um, the other more aggressive toys. Mm-hmm. Like, like the mallet and stuff. Yeah. But they did use a mallet in the video. Mm-hmm. Um, there were toy guns in the in the rooms, but blah, blah, blah. So the children also picked up the hostile language, such as boom and pow. Not swearing. Don't worry. I am angry. <laughs> and um, the same that was used in the model video. So the numerical results were, and this is a quote, for those children exposed to the aggressive model, the number of derived physical aggressions shown by the boys was 38.2% and 12.2% for the girls. So all of those kids were aggressive if they were in the aggressive room. So like 38% of the people who saw the bad video were bad of boys. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, the study also showed that boys would show more aggression when exposed to a male model comparatively to that of a female model. Mm. When exposed to aggressive male models, the number of aggressive instances exhibited by boys averaged 104% compared to 48.4 aggressive instances exhibited by boys who were exposed to the aggressive female models. Gotcha. And even though the girls had similar results, they were far less drastic. When exposed to aggressive female models, the number of aggressive instances exhibited by the girls averaged 57.7% compared to the 36.3 aggressive instances exhibited by girls who were exposed to aggressive male models. And because this was a very successful experiment, I guess you could say, Mm -hmm. It now leads to other discussions and debates over the concern of violence in movies and video games when exposed to children at a young age. So, I also fully believe that if a child... I'm not saying that violent video games and war video games, I don't necessarily have an opinion Mm -hmm. about them. Mm -hmm. Um, But with children around the ages of three to six they're very very impressionable like, yeah. yeah they're like sponges they're blank canvases mm-hmm. they absorb everything that they are around yeah and if they are around violent video games i'm not saying that i also everyone's different though mm-hmm. you yeah know? but it's easier for a kid to be worn down towards violence yes I get that, yeah. Because for an example, (laughs) I would go to like a daycare before pre-K, before I went to pre-K. So I was around three, like Mm -hmm. three to five in that range. And I uh, found my first love of Power Rangers (gasps) and Ninja Turtles. Oh my gosh. Literally, I'm wearing a Ninja Turtle shirt right now. Yes, Donatello is literally- Absolutely. I freaking love him. He's the best one. He is the best one. Obviously. Donatello is the best. But um, the Power Rangers had the <sighs> biggest impact on me. To this day, Power Rangers is one of my most favorite thing of all time. I was not violent as a kid. I wasn't one to like 
beat people up. I wasn't a bully, but I was more prone to like going out into the forest and <laughs> beating trees with a stick, being like, "You're evil!" Hiya! <laughs> You're the closest thing to a bad guy I can find. Yes, and now I have this hero complex. I'm like, I just want to be a hero. <laughs> I can be your hero, baby. <laughs> I just want to save people with superpowers and, like, fly. I want to be a Marvel superhero. Oh, God. Hey, Marvel. You're listening. <laughs> We're down. I want to be a hero. Okay. It's my turn. Are you prepared? Uh-huh. Okay, I have two. Mm-hmm. So, first, we're going to start... Um, it's not really, like, a single place, this one. It is a town. In California, called Redlands. <laughs> Redlands. Redlands? Like, <laughs> no. Redlands. Red I don't lands. know if it's like Redlands or Redlands or... So where I'm going to live. The Redlands. The color red. Yes. Um, so there's a town named Red Redlands, Redlands, whatever, in San Bernardino County. It's California. And it is named for its Redlands. Yeah, so it, it's red. Um, it's about halfway between L.A. and Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the oldest cities in California, and it's named, like I said, for its rich red soil. So Oklahoma. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, for almost 75 years, the city was the center of the largest naval orange-producing region of the world. That seems not important, but it is for part of the story. Right. Um, People built their dream homes in whatever style they liked. So if you go there, there's Victorian style houses next to a colonial style house, next to a classic box style, and then craftsman homes. And so it's just kind of a modge podge of everything everyone liked. <laughs> so there was no set standard for this town. So we're going to be talking about one, two, three, four, five things in this town that are supposedly haunted. They're very short. But- so the first one is the Kimberly Crest House and Gardens. It is a French chateau-style Victorian mansion that a woman named Mary Kimberly Shirk had built uh, because she moved to California to rebuild her life after tuberculosis took the lives of her husband and four of her six daughters. So it was a big bang against her family, and she was like, I'm moving. So she built this house. She was like, I'm going to Billy Joel and move out. (laughs) (laughs) So, tragedy struck. She was like, I'm leaving. Because her whole family died almost. And she built this house. And people say that the house is haunted. And they can see her walking around the house and the gardens and all that stuff. Um, Pretty short. (laughs) People say they see her. But this story is mainly about how the town has multiple places that are haunted. The second one is called the Mori Mansion. It was built in the eight, in 1890 using the funds that Sarah Mori had gained from her well-known citrus nursery. So that's why the navel orange thing was important because she made a lot of money having a citrus nursery. Not long after she and her family moved in, she died of a mysterious illness. So welcome to your new home. Now you're dead. Um, within a year, her husband, David, hung himself in his room. And the house then became a bed and breakfast. 
Hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and believe it or not, the guests have reported many haunting experiences. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> they claim that objects fall off shelves. Um, there are inexplicably loud bangs in other rooms, doorknobs rattling in the middle of the night, you know, the usual stuff. Um, apparition of a young boy and girl playing. Lovely. I'm trying to get away from children. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the mansion's former caretaker has been seen and, um has been reported to roam the grounds of the house. And as of 2010, the home has become a private residence. So someone lives there now with these ghost children and ghost caretaker. Better you than me. Right. Okay. Like I said, these are very short. The next one, Dr. Benjamin Barton built Barton Mansion. Barton Mansion originally as a ranch in a vineyard. It was neglected for many years, so it developed the reputation for being haunted. Many people uh, often hear footsteps where there ought to be none. What is that where word? a person is not, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> this place is supposed to have cushioned understep. We should not be able to hear your you, steps. You hear like click, clack, click, clack. That's <laughs> not supposed to be there. That's carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I hear a click, clack? <laughs> it's carpet. <laughs> Some people report an intense feeling of being watched, but the most famous is the demonic face that appears throughout the house. Excuse me? <laughs> it watches as you ascend the staircase, darting <laughs> up and down the steps. As you ascend to the Pixar universe. <laughs> then it emerges from one room, only to completely disappear again. So Wait, only a face? Yeah, just a face. Just a face. <laughs> it's like, ooh. <laughs> Spooked ya. Boom. <laughs> If I only saw a face, I would be more confused than scared. Yeah, you'd be like, where's the rest? <laughs> it's like the the early 2000s movie, The Mask. Oh my god! <laughs> Smoking! <laughs> Where you only just see the mask go it's up and down, you're mask. like, I will be sure not to wear that. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Barton Mansion is also known to have been a popular meetup spot for Satan worshippers. <laughs> As they do. <laughs> and this is how the Satanists do. <laughs> Stop. Um, there were also claims that this home was built on top of ancient Native American burial grounds. That's just rude. Also, the home once served as an insane asylum and a prison. Same. So, like, it's checked all the boxes. You know, it just got really bored in its first career. So. <laughs> they were like, it's time Native for American burial spot. Check. <laughs> Jail. Check. Insane asylum. Check. Let's just be the most haunted building. <laughs> We're going to be a haunted building. We're going to be the most right. haunted building. <laughs> Today, the Barton Mansion serves as a law office. <laughs> so there's there's where that one's at today. Um, the next two are a little bit longer. The Tales of the Mariposa Elementary School. The Tales from Earthsea. <laughs> Do you know what Mariposa means? Yeah, yeah I did. Um, isn't it butterfly? Yes. It wow! Is butterfly. I'm so proud The Schmitterling. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it in German. Mariposa is such a, like, 
a pretty word, and then you're like, Schmeterling. I'm sorry. German is so aggressive. It fits, okay? I'm aggressive. Okay, this is why I did Spanish. I didn't really get to choose the German. The tr- German chose me. Oh, I just have spoken Spanish most of my life, even if just a little bit. Anyways, the Mariposa Elementary School's haunting. Uh, the stories have spread far and wide. The main story that most people say is of a little boy who, quote unquote, lives in the nurse's office. I used to do that in middle school. <laughs> Hide I under the beds in the nurse's live office. In the and nurse's like, office. Oh, girl, you look sick. <laughs> oh, girl, why are you so pale? I was born this way. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> Lady Gaga said it Stop first. It. No. <laughs> um, uh, so, oh, whispering into children's ears, they play on the playground. So he lives in the nurse's office, but he goes out to play at recess. I didn't. I did that. <laughs> He's also known for bouncing a ball in the middle of the night. Girl, go to bed. And playing on the swings when there's no wind to explain the swing's movement. Oh, I do that too. (laughs) He's like, this is me time. (laughs) Leave me alone. Uh, Don't touch me. Leave me alone. (laughs) Don't touch me. Leave me alone. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) That's him. (laughs) He's Anne Hathaway. (laughs) anyways um this is another story i found which might explain this boy um in the 1950s a boy named billy (laughs) a boy named billy was happily riding a bike and was suddenly hit by a bus in front of the school why do you say it like that because i have to to get through it and um, although Billy later died at a nearby hospital, many claim that he still want steal he still <laughs> he still he still wanders the school grounds. <laughs> um, oh. It has been reported in several different cases that if you knock on the nurse's office door, someone will knock back. Let me tell you how terrifying that would be for me. Like, okay. ugh, I would not be able to handle that if I was like, oh, no, no, prank. Brain was like, no, no. I'd be like, absolutely not. Okay, bye. I get it. I get it. I get it. I'll back up. Okay. Um, this this bathroom is in service. Uh, I promise not to come back. <laughs> so, um, there have also been. I've already talked about him rocking the swings back and forth. Uh, here's a quote from Arnie Lopez, a resident of San Bernardino. Uh, It says, I visited Mariposa Elementary School with my older sister and her boyfriend when I was about 15 years old. It was a Friday night, and we went to knock on the office door and the nurse's door. But sure enough, something knocked back, and I've never ran so fast in my life. So, that's how Arnie feels about the situation. And here's our last one for this area. There's a place called Prosper Park. Oh, it sounds prosperous. You're not prosper. I didn't even say the friggin' name right. It's Prospect Park. I can read. Still full of Prospect. <laughs> prospect. See, what I was reading it, I thought Prospect like the Prospector. <laughs> like, with a pitch, uh, not a pitchfork, a pickaxe. Like a Prospector. <laughs> like from Toy Story 2. Like the Prospector. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh wait, Prospect means something else too. I'm diseased. 
<laughs> so, um, due to the dense foliage throughout Prospect Park. Foliage? Foliage. <laughs> due to the plants throughout <laughs> the park, um, which is one of the oldest and largest parks in California, it is sadly often used as a dumping ground for murdered people. Yeah, I know. Excuse me? I know. Yeah, I know. I know. It's a it's a hard thing. <laughs> it's also kind of like... Stupid? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Oh, well. So in 2013, for example, a 34-year-old man was arrested for dumping the body of a prostitute that he had raped and murdered there. Gonna go over that really quickly. Um, homeless people have also taken refuge in the park and... Their bodies have been found later. Uh, in fact, the park is thought to be the prime location for Satan worshippers to gather at night, too. What is it with Satan worshippers? I mean, going to the park with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> going for a picnic. <laughs> so, um, it's no wonder, then, that it's one of the most haunted areas in the Redlands. Um, it's theater... It has a theater, and that's what hosts the most supernatural occurrences. Like an outside theater for performances and stuff. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So, visitors have claimed to hear footsteps rushing across the stage and seeing the seats mysteriously open and close by themselves. Like, ooh, we get to see Romeo and Juliet. Why? Why what? Why Romeo and Juliet? If anything, it should be Hamlet. If you want to know why I said Romeo and Juliet, you're going to be really upset with me. <laughs> I was trying to find books for to read to my little kids next year, and I found one that I I like watched them read through it. It was called Romeo and Juliet, and I hated it. <laughs> Juliet got hit by a car, <laughs> and it's a kids' book. But she lived, but she got hit by a car, <laughs> and instead of Tybalt, his he was a dog, and his name was Turbo. It was so bad. I hated it. And the drawings were atrocious. But I watched the whole thing through because I was like, how are they going to kill them? How are they going to do it? It's the worst thing. You should look it up. No. <laughs> it's so bad. That's why that's on my mind. You're welcome. Okay. Rumor has it that a teenage Rumor girl. Rumor has it. Rumor has it that a teenage girl was killed behind the theater stage. Look, oh, you're laughing. I was thinking of the teenage dream. Stop it. Listen to my story. It's sad. Okay. Rumor has it that a teenage girl was killed behind the theater stage, and it's here that much of the unexplained occurs. The most popular tale in regards to this park is about an 11-year-old girl named Leanne who was walking home from Kingsbury Elementary and was abducted while taking a shortcut through the rugged orange groves. She was later found dead, naked, and thrown under the theater stage in the middle of Prospect Park. Uh, and someone, it's a quote from somebody that says, I had an eerie experience at Prospect Park. The streetlights were all flickering and I heard footsteps and items falling or banging from the backstage of the theater. That's the town of Red Redland. They they've had better days. They've had a lot of stuff happen. <laughs> like I imagine going there is like beautiful because of all the different architecture and stuff. Yeah. But like once you figure out what's happened in that town, That's why you just don't ask questions. But I ask too many questions. So. Oh yes. Um. Yes. Okay. So here's here's the real meat of my story. The 
I'm a vegetarian, though. <sighs> so I was really torn since this is California because I wanted to do something not a lot of people know. And I also wanted to do something really big, you know, that everyone knows. So I was thinking of doing the Winchester Mystery House, but I was like, no, nah, that's too high profile. And I went with a different high profile one because uh, I figured you knew about Winchester Mystery House enough. Yes. Um, this one you may or may not remember all the details of. Um, I'm doing the Whaley House. Oh, Do you- I love the Whaley House. Okay, so the Whaley House has been called the number one haunted house in America by some. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is located in California. So California. California. So we're going to start with some history and then move to the ghosties. Okay. All right, so Thomas Whaley was born in New York City on October 5th, 1823. Um, Yes. Are you okay? New York. Okay, so. I have a whole playlist on Spotify of New York songs. Oh, goodness. Anyways, um, he decided that he was going to move to California. With, Why? With the gold rush. Please. So he actually, from what I read, packed up his bags and moved to California. He started his move on January 1st, 1949. He's like, New Year's resolution, let's go. Yeah, and he made it there like 200 and something days later. Wow. Um. So, he made his way to where the Whaley House was going to eventually be built, right? Mm -hmm. That property at the time when he got there uh, was the site of one of the town's... Ooh, let me start over. It was the site of one of the town's most famous public... Why can't I talk? The property was the site of one of the town's most famous public executions in 1852. And that was the hanging of the infamous thief, Yankee Jim Robinson, also known as Yankee Jim. <laughs> Thomas Whaley was there and he witnessed the hanging. And a couple years later, he bought the land and decided that's where he was going to build his home. He's like, I remember this place. <laughs> Such fond memories. <laughs> well, yes, let's let's frolic here and build yeah. my mansion. He's like, here's where I want to raise my family. <laughs> Right where that man died. Perfect. Yay. Um, Actually, the reason why I think he bought it was because the land was pretty cheap because of that. And it was in a good-ish location. So in 1857, he constructed a two-story brick house for him and his wife, Anna, using um, bricks from his personal brickyard. Like he had a brickyard and was like, I will use this. So... The result was what's this? this? (laughs) The result was the infamous Whaley House. Um, The Whaleys moved in and out of the house throughout the late 1800s. Thomas and Anna Whaley had three children within the first few years of living there. There was Francis Hinton, Thomas Jr., and Anna Amelia. It wasn't long after the Whaley family moved into the home that sadness and despair were thrust upon them. Yeah, <laughs> just the thing we want. Um, their young son Thomas Jr. in 1858, uh, he was only 18 months old, died of scarlet fever. 
I'm not gonna lie. When I was a child, Scar- I was terrified of Scarlet Fever. I think me too, but I think there was because a ghost book about someone who died with Scarlet Fever that I read that terrified me. Yeah, mine was because of Balto. Oh my gosh! Yes. I know exactly what you mean. Even though they didn't have Scarlet Fever, but I just associated it with uh-huh. Scarlet Fever. Uh-huh. I was also because of Little Women. I uh-huh. was uh-huh. terrified of Scarlet Fever. Yeah. And then there was also, there was a lot of media that had Scarlet Fever in it. You know, another thing that I thought was going to be a way bigger problem as I grew up? Hmm. Quicksand. Yes. <laughs> like, I thought that that was going to be they a had big DJ thing. And I talked about, um, talked about this, actually, last week, whenever she visited, um, because of the Princess Bride. Yes. They that's felt, what I was going to say. Yes. Yeah. With the R-O-U-S's. Yes. <laughs> rodents of unusual size. Yes. But that and also, there was just, uh, like, Indiana Jones. And then, like, Dora the Explorer. Like, yeah. Everything had quicksand, so I thought that was going to be a big problem. I know. I was. Uh, I I've never once seen quicksand. <laughs> I'm disappointed. Well, there are different types of quicksand, mm-hmm. but uh, I would go out into the woods and be afraid of falling into quicksand because, it, it, according to Dora, <laughs> yes, and according it's to, everywhere. It's just casually in the woods, even though we don't get a lot of rain here because yeah. we live in Texas. <laughs> There's also not a lot of sand. It's mainly rock. I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, anyways, back to the ghost stories. Um, so their son Thomas Jr. died at 18 months old, and then a few months later, a fire raged within the home, which was deemed to be a case of arson, and it destroyed the downstairs general store. So the way that this house worked was kind of crazy. Downstairs was their, was their general store and upstairs was their living quarters. Mm-hmm. And later on in the house's lifetime, I guess you could say, it became a lot of things, which I'll cover. Um, but before that, when after the arson case and their son died, they left their home and they went to San Francisco to start a new life. And they had three more children. Mm-hmm. So there's George Hayes Ringold. Violet Eloise, and Corinne Lillian. So now they have five kids, right? hmm So they moved to this town, had more kids, building a life, and there was an earthquake in 1868 that caused them to have to move back to the Whaley House, yes. or what is known as the Whaley House now. So once the family returned, the Whaley House was again bustling with activity. It became the headquarters for the city courthouse. It became San Diego's first uh, like theater and it had the first theater troupe inside the house um, a general store and a lot of other things so like downstairs was a general store and courthouse and then upstairs was a theater and like where they lived and it was nuts um, unfortunately tragedy tended to follow them so Violet Whaley the daughter mm-hmm. had been married and one morning woke up to find that her husband had left in the night he turned out to be a con man who had only married her because he thought he would get a big dowry rude yeah so he thought i'll get a lot of money for marrying this chick and then i'll split but he never got the money so he just left and so then she was shunned by society because she returned home without her husband and without a chaperone which can't do that 
So she was, I don't know if they were like, oh, harlot or whatever, but she was not very well treated after that. Um, so in 1885, Violet Whaley shot herself in the heart in the backyard outhouse. Mm-hmm. And her father, Thomas, found her dying and took her inside and she passed away 15 minutes later. That's horrible. Yes. Um, very, very sad. Uh, only more deaths followed in the years to come. Anna Whaley, the mom, she died in 1913 inside the house. Francis died in 1914. Lillian died in 1953. In total, six of the Whaley family lived and died in the house. So Thomas and Anna, the parents, and their children, Thomas, Violet, Lillian, and Francis, all died within the house. So that's a big number of people, you know, all in the family to pass away in that house. So you might think it's a little haunted. You're just depressing me. <laughs> oh, but now we're going to get to the ghosts. Sad parts are gone. Ah! <laughs> I'm over here like... <laughs> I know, you have to get through all the sad stuff to get to the ghosts. I'm sorry. The ghosts? Because ghosts don't normally happen when you die happily. Just saying. I know. Okay, so now we go on to the ghosties. Ghosts? So, you remember Yankee Jim? Yankee Doodle? Dandy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thomas Whaley and the family had reported seeing and hearing him throughout the time they lived in the house. So, like, he's not a new thing. He's been there the whole time. <laughs> Which you just didn't know. <laughs> that I was here. The whole time. The whole time. So, uh, <laughs> Thomas and Anna both reported to hearing heavy footfalls passing through their home at night when it was silent. And um, they, they, whenever Thomas decided to investigate it, he found nothing but an imprint of a grown man's foot. Excuse me? <laughs> Which, like, uh, I've lived in a haunted house before, and we heard, like, a kid running around, and I found a little tiny footprint. So, like, I know it's possible in some weird way because I've seen it. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the most terrifying things. A footprint. That's a no from me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, a funny thing that I read was, like, whenever anything mysterious was happening, Thomas, the dad, would just be like, oh, it's Yankee Jim. <laughs> like, he would just be like, oh, just, it's, it's Yankee Jim. Like, don't worry about it. Like, he was there when the dude was hanged, and he's just like, ah, <laughs> It's no big deal. It's just, he's being a trickster. I I didn't see him <laughs> die. <laughs> so, um... He doesn't know about me. He doesn't know that. He doesn't know I was there. There was a lot of people there. <laughs> it was just casually a spectacle back in the day. <laughs> so, um... There are people, like, recently... Because the house is open to the public to, like view and walk through and stuff yeah i don't know if it's a museum or anything but there are people who have claimed that yankee jim has a hatred for certain men particularly police officers these men will be walking throughout the house and then feel something around their necks like a rope like how yankee jim died <laughs> do you get it Ew. 
And uh, this has resulted in men getting bruised around their necks. Like, walking around this house. So, you know, casually. Just cash. <laughs> um, That's fine. It's fine. We're, we're fine. Every, this is fine. <laughs> um, a common report that has to do with Thomas Whaley Jr., the 18-month-old baby that passed away. They say that... People say that they hear the sound of tiny footsteps. No, thank you. And the sound of him crying and even giggling. Giggling is the worst. You want to hear my baby cry? <laughs> no. We've already done this. <laughs> if the people are going backwards on this, then they get to end with a great note. <laughs> Warning, baby noises ahead. <laughs> uh. So, yeah, people, I think, what would scare you the most? The giggling, the crying, or the baby footsteps? Giggling. Really? I think the baby footsteps would get me. I would just be like, it's a wrap. (laughs) Well, because babies are like, they'll take like two steps and then chill and then like, and then chill. (laughs) Because like, they can't walk normally yet. They're like toppling side to side. Also, ghost babies aren't fun. Ghost babies. Ghost babies aren't fun. I, sidebar, um, I was at my friend's house whenever I was like 10 and we were at his birthday party and it was haunted and he didn't tell us until like afterwards. He's like, oh yeah, that's like a thing. And apparently it had been like a nursery or something a long time ago because it was built in the 1800s. And he said after the freaking incident, he was like, oh yeah, there's babies here. And the caretaker that was here her name's Gladys. And I'm just like, you didn't tell us this. Anyways, they grabbed my friend's pant leg and he almost fell down the stairs on top of me. And I looked back and saw his pant leg like pulled, like down at the ground, like pulled. And there was nothing there. It was, there's more to that story, but we're going to go on. I ghost babies that. are not fun. Y'all want to hear my ghost stories? Hit me up. I have a lot. Um, Other reports. <laughs> Are that a lot of people see a young woman who's lingering on the second floor of the house, which is their living area. And this they This is a no loitering zone. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, they think that it's Violet, the one who had killed herself, mm. um, still consumed with sorrow. She seems to stay close to the second floor where she spent much of her time after her divorce before she committed suicide. And it is said that areas within the home become quite cold and her presence is felt throughout. Uh, on the second floor in the very back room, there are often reports of a apparition of a young woman and uh, the feeling of despair throughout the room or sorrow throughout the room. So she's still in her feelings. Um, and that's very sad. Um, I wish I could suggest her to go talk to someone. <laughs> right. And, you know, work through Go see a ghost therapist. (laughs) Go see a medium who has a degree in psychology. That would be a cool job. But you wouldn't (laughs) get paid. True. You get paid in ghosts leaving. You get paid in satisfaction. Right. You're doing your job. Um, Thomas, the dad, Anna, the mom, and several other spirits have also been felt within the home. Um, on the stairwells and on the property. Many have seen Thomas dressed in his frock, coat, and top hat standing on top of the stairs. Even their daughter, Corinne, the last one who lived in the house, tells 
of seeing her parents on the stairs. Um, and that's all written in her diaries. And uh, actually, I'll get to that in a minute. Others say that they can smell the aroma of French perfume, which is Anna's signature, like, smell. <laughs> What's your signature smell? Rose. <laughs> peppermint. And it forever smelled peppermint. What's that from? I don't know. Anastasia. Um. Anyways. Um, there are mists, lights turning on and off by themselves, crystal, uh, crystals in the music room lamp. Swinging without any prompt, all the signs that the Whaley House still belongs to the many who called it home over the years. Couldn't that be an earthquake? <laughs> it could be. Because they live in California. They're just like, no, it's the ghosts. <laughs> There's no earthquake here. The earth is quaking. They just uh, don't realize it. Uh, um, there are other spirits that have been reportedly seen throughout the house. One possible reason for this, because they, they don't know who they are. And one reason for, for this is that the Whaley's had rented out part of the home occasionally throughout the 1900s. Mm -hmm. So they think it's just like those random people chilling. Um, one apparition that's reported is that of a little girl. Music is sometimes heard in the theater room and psychics uh, that visited the house say that the courtroom is very active because the courtroom's still there. And so is the theater. Right. Like they're still in that house. Um, some people say that they've seen a woman in the witness stand and some paranormal investigators say, get this, the jury box is actually a portal. Ghost portal. Whoa. So the, the jury box. Who has the key to the unknown? <laughs> <laughs> um, Careful. The Jiffy. The, the Jiffy boy. <laughs> <laughs> the woman who's the caretaker of the Whaley house now says that George Whaley is very active in the house. He apparently likes to speak through a device called the ovulus. Do you know what that is? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he speaks through the ovulus. But our listeners might not. Oh, it's a device that is programmed with about 500-ish words. It was the very first generation of the ovulus. Um, so not the newest one at all. Um, and I heard the recording and it's a device that's, that is inputted with about 500 words. And apparently a ghost is able to mess with the energy to pick words to give a message, right? Mm -hmm. So she said that um, George Whaley is very, very active with the ovulus in that house. And the recording that I heard was saying, I, George Whaley, and it didn't say anything after that. And then this woman, her name was uh, Maritza, which is not a common name at all and not, not downloaded into this device. Uh, it clearly says silly Maritza. So that's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> silly Maritza. Yeah. Uh, some also say that the Whaley home uh, has a ghost dog and a ghost cat. Same. So um, one other, the last thing I want to mention is I did watch the Ghost Adventures episode where I got a tiny bit of this information, like the Maritza bit. And... Uh, they do have some pictures that were very interesting. Like someone had taken a picture and it looks like a man is coming in through a back window. Mm -hmm. And they say that they think that that was Yankee Jim and they have a picture and it, or no, no, she was telling a story about how she saw a man leaning over the banister of the stairs, like looking down. Mm -hmm. And when she looked back, he was gone. And the same thing had happened that morning to a different worker, which was pretty interesting. But that's, 
that's it for the Whaley house. Um, <laughs> Sarah, your doodles are getting me. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, there's a lot of tragedy in that home. So there's a lot of unexplained stuff now. But it's really cool. It's a really big um, tourist thingy because you can go on tours and stuff. And it is claimed to be the number one haunted house in America by some. Whoa. I really enjoyed that. That is my story. Even though you depressed me. I'm sorry. It's a sad story. Yes. There aren't any jokester ghosts. No jokesters. Just freaking Yankee Jim. Darn Yankee Jim. I'm going to start blaming things on Yankee Jim. Who's just Yankee Jim? <laughs> Who spilled that drink? Yankee Jim? Wasn't me. Wow. It wasn't, it wasn't me. me. <laughs> it was Yankee Jim. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm dead now. Well, oh, we get to do the dry bit. You always forget. I always forget, and then I get so excited for it. Wait, what is our next topic? Oh, oh Lord. No. Um, the zoo. The zoo. My 10-year-old brother was trying to come up with things, and he wanted us to do something, like, with animals. So he's like, animal shelter, dogs, cats. And we settled on the zoo. So I think we'll do the zoo next. Is that a good one? Yes, I agree. So which hemisphere are we going to do? I'm always pulling for the south. Pulling for the south? Pulling for the south. Pulling. Okay, ready? Rock, Rock, paper, paper, scissors, scissors, shoot. Ha! Ha! (laughs) Rude. The north. (laughs) The north. The twins. (laughs) Okay, open the globe. I had to find the right one. It's not opening. There you go. Let's journey to the center of the oist. The oist. The oist. The Easter. All right. Let's see. Shake it, shake it, shake it. Shake it, shake it, shake it. Do I get to draw or do you want to draw? You draw Did- first. No, I- oh, doy. <laughs> okay. If you draw something that you did this time, draw again. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I don't know what. Buttholes. <laughs> I want to draw again. Let's draw again. Mixing it up. Mixing it up. This will be interesting. <laughs> what I drew will be interesting. Okay. That. Oh. All of our social media is across the the, 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 the journey. The, the journey. Journey to our social media. I got set. Yay. Yay. Okay, everybody. 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 Guess what? Guess what? We Jessica? did it. We did it. Uh, we done did. We, the we did. We did the thing. We did it. So good. We have an Instagram! Woo! Yes, and it's just like our Twitter. It's just at Aceota, all lowercase, A-C-E-A-O-T-A. Yay! So follow us there, please. <laughs> yes, let's do that. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Aceota. 
A-C-E-A-O-T-A, all lowercase. Follow Jessica at the tippy top. All one thing, all lowercase. Follow me at Sunny Sarah Lou. All the same thing. <laughs> um, and follow Jessica on Instagram at tippy top, all lowercase, 429. Ooh. Which doesn't matter if it's uppercase or lowercase because they're numbers. They're numbers. <laughs> follow me at Sunny underscore Sarah Lou. And please, 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 send us emails at aceotopodcast at gmail.com, A-C-E-A-O-T-A podcast at gmail.com. Literally email us with personal stories of ghosts or conspiracy theories or things that you're interested or ideas for our general topics that aren't state you know, mandated. <laughs> That's state not the word. That, that aren't the state topics. Give us different things like how we did zoo or Disney. Whatever you want to hear, we're very excited to give to you, you know? Yeah. Like, this is fun for us, but we also want to make it fun for y'all. Right now, all I'm getting are emails from Anchor telling us, you are now available. You are now a podcast. We are now available on most places you hear podcasts. I'm going to pull up a list. Yes, Jessica, pull up a list. Tell us where we are available. Available? Yes. Um, Let's see. Let's see. We are available at... Our anchor uh, profile, which is anchor.fm slash Sarah, and then two hyphens, and then Jess. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. That's so many places. So please, spread the word, my little messenger. If you think we're funny, other people might too. Tell your friends. If you don't think we're funny, other people will. Tell your friends. (laughs) I yes. think we're funny sometimes. At least funny looking, but you can't ah, see us. That's fine. That's why we're on an audio medium. You <gasps> are so right. <laughs> I didn't brush my hair today, so. Um, I don't brush my hair. Your it's hair short. Is short. <laughs> and it's like curly ish, so like brushing it makes it poof. My hair is straight as a board, but I don't let that get me down i do podcasts instead (laughs) Woo! so we love you guys thank you very much for listening to us thank you please yes rate us and subscribe on apple podcasts wow 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 (laughs) we both went into oh and listen wow wow fun fact i almost got kicked out of carlsbad caverns because i kept doing that as we walked through it Wow. Me and my stepdad kept going, wow, and I have videos on my phone wow. of me going, we just got in trouble. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I got really good at it one time. Wow. Wow. Anyways. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>Stay in tuned after our K thanks bye at the end, and you'll hear a little bit of transition music and then go straight into bloopers and it'll be fun. <laughs> hey guys, guess what? Bloopers. <laughs> so, what we're gonna do is at the end of every episode now until maybe we get a um, 
if we actually can like get listeners and followers more than our trustworthy you guys because you guys are our trustworthy you guys (laughs) we're um and until we do like a patreon or something until we decide to not Yes, we are going to put bloopers at the end of our episodes. Y'all don't realize how much we have to cut from us being stupid. How much I have to cut from us being stupid. Very true. (laughs) So yeah. Okay, thanks. Bye a second time. (laughs) Toodles. So fun fact, and I know this because I was preparing for a trivia contest, Mm -hmm. and it didn't even come in handy, but there's... A one of the newer renditions of mm-hmm. the Power Rangers, and it's called Space Patrol Delta. Yes, and it's the one that has the first red female ranger. Yes, she's part of the Alpha team, but yes. they turn like evil or something. So she's like an evil red ranger. SPD emergency. Dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, anyway, I wanted to share my my knowledge. I remember be. telling my mother, like it came on. You were like, I can be the Red Ranger. Exactly. I was like, see, see, mom, I can be the main character. (laughs) She was like, Sarah, stop. (laughs) Sarah, you're in middle school, please. (laughs) And I wondered why I wasn't cool. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Power Rangers were everything. You talked about your love of Power Rangers. (laughs) I can talk about my love of My Hero Academia. I don't know anything about it except for... The main character looks like the love child of the... No! uh, No! I know what you're going to say and I'm not ready for it. um, You're going to say the stupid Hunter x Hunter characters. I freaking hate you. Izuku Midoriya is a lovely person who doesn't deserve this sass. (laughs) In East Germany, it's just like, we're cool. (laughs) Russia has been kind of... A-okay recently. <laughs> They're like, global warming is upon us. <laughs> the Cold War can't be anymore. <laughs> we did global warming to stop the Soviets. <laughs> yes! <laughs> we, we are so smart. You can't have war if there's not a planet anymore. <laughs> It's not a problem anymore. <laughs> it's not a problem. <laughs> I'm moving to Pluto. <laughs> In that way, it's always cool. Full cold. circle. <laughs> <Beep-beep>. <laughs>